The energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Today, we have a special guest. You guys know I don't have guests on the podcast very often, and so when we do, it's a big freaking deal. So we have Emily Williams. She's a money mindset expert, a success coach, an author, a speaker, and she's the CEO of a lifestyle and media company called I Heart My Life, and her personal brand is where she helps executives and entrepreneurs break through their limiting beliefs and rewrite their money story so they can increase both their income and their impact and feel more fulfilled, which you guys know that is a core value here. So it is so exciting to have you here, Emily. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So today, Emily is going to be sharing her top success habits. And I think especially as a community of high-performing women and high-performing business owners, that's something that it's important to have a discussion around really setting yourself up for success and really establishing a ritual around those things that set you up for success. So what's your perspective on that? Yeah, I mean, I think, first of all, I want people to understand why I'm even qualified to talk about all of this, because it's important for them to understand, you know, some of the backstory. So for me, I did not grow up as an entrepreneur, but I grew up around entrepreneurs. And I saw my dad running businesses and I saw him getting up at four in the morning and working 12 hour to 16 hour days. And he was always a very present parent, which was amazing. But at the same time, what I kind of was exposed to was this element of being a bit of a workaholic and just spending so many hours on growing something. Obviously, he was really passionate about it, but just spent so much time. So that's what I thought I needed to do when I first started my business. Mm -hmm. And so in the very beginning, I was working like 80 to 100 hours a week. Um, I had a nine to five job at the same time I was growing my business. So I'd get up before that and then work into the evening. And it was just nonstop. And luckily, my husband, he's a certified high performance coach. He was kind of my secret weapon in the background, helping me to move through that obsession with working and helping me figure out how I could create a sustainable business and a sustainable life Mm. instead of going into burnout. So I want to mention that first and foremost, that I'm not like someone who's naturally all about success habits. I'm kind of just like grind and get it done. (laughs) And that's not sustainable. Not at all. I mean, I grew up with two parents who were business owners too. And just like around the clock, my dad owned a restaurant. I don't even think listeners know this, but my dad owned a restaurant. My mom was in a band. She had her own tech company. And so it was just a lot of go, go, go. And while they were present parents, you know, you can't help but wonder, is that the path to success, especially as a young girl? So, and and I was working a nine to five working like 60 hours a week, growing my business. I know so many of the women in this community are either juggling, you know, being the breadwinner, being in a full-time job, being a mom, there's so much that goes into it. And so this conversation is going to be vital for creating that sustainability that you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And I grew my business really quickly. I was able to go from nothing to seven figures in my first 18 months. Amazing. 
I was working around the clock. And so I realized like, this is awesome to have all of this. And what is it that's going to create more sustainable success for me? So anyway, I say all of that just to show people that yes, hard work is important, but what we're going to talk about today is a little bit different. So I would say the first thing that people need to really understand is, is what are their actual goals, especially when it comes to money? Uh, you know, there's so many ways in which you can create wealth, but you have to know what the goals actually are. And specifically for money, money wants a purpose. So when I first started out, I was very clear on my desires and what I wanted to create. And so I would create lists of things that I wanted to do, whether it was be able to shop at Whole Foods or fly first class or whatever. And then not only did I have that list, but I put an amount next to each of those things. So I knew what purpose for money I actually had. So I think people are really good at setting big goals and it's often really easy to set big goals, but you want to bring it back into the present moment and ask yourself, okay, what is it that I want to achieve here? How much is it going to cost? What is my dream life in addition to the essentials that I have to pay for? What does that cost? And then total all of that together and figure out what your money goals are. And obviously you can do that with other things besides money, but I think a lot of people want to understand how to create more wealth. And that's one of the first things to do. I love that. A big conversation we're always having in this community is not setting arbitrary goals, but really meaningful goals around money. So knowing why you want that money and what you're going to do with it. So super aligned. And I think it's so important because once that veil is kind of removed, I feel like so many business owners are like, maybe I I don't want that much money. I want this much money or I want my business to look like this because that's actually meaningful to me as an individual. Exactly. Yeah. And then I always say to make decisions based on where you want to be. So if you have these big goals, take a look at what's going to create that result for you. And a lot of people are kind of tiptoeing into their business or into their life and and not really going full speed ahead or not taking risks. And so for me, in the very beginning, I was really blessed in that my husband let me borrow his credit card to sign up for one of the first programs that helped me build my business. And at the time, I was $30,000 in credit card debt, $90,000 in student loan debt. But I knew in order to achieve those goals that I had set, I needed to get support. And so I started to make decisions based on where I wanted to be, not from where I currently was. Mm. And I think a lot of people are in this place where they're like, oh, well, I don't have the money or I don't have the skill set. So I'm going to make decisions based on that. But you really need to flash forward into the future version of yourself and ask yourself, what would she do? What would he do? And then make decisions from that place. Hmm. So what would you say to someone who's in that place, but they're like, Emily, I'm just so fucking scared. It doesn't make sense. It's irresponsible. I mean, when we're in those really trajectory changing decision moments, I think so much caves in and the pressure really settles. You have to get outside of all of that. And one of my clients, she came up with something that I love and it's JFDI, just fucking do it. And (laughs) you have to start to pay attention to those desires over the fear. And it helps when I kind of look at that. I I kind of get on the outside of it and look in and I stop um, kind of the the playlist that's running through my mind telling me I can't do it. And I focus on the desires instead. Mm. that our desires are dropped in and that's our real truth. That doesn't lie. It's our mind that creates all these scenarios and fears and stories around what's possible for us. 
So I like to remove myself a little bit from that and look at it from a fresh perspective and really think about, you know, what would I tell my best girlfriend? What would I tell my husband in this moment? I would tell them, just do it. You know, you don't know until you actually try. And so you can do that with baby steps. In the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. And so I took small steps and then you start to trust yourself and your desires much more. And it becomes so much easier to move past that fear. Yeah. And every time you do it, the trust just deepens and deepens and you move through a lot effortlessly. Love that. Yeah. So when we're talking about success habits, it's really important to have it under the perspective of the moments where we really are up in our feels and we're all up in our head. And so to be able to take a neutral stance on you know, looking at those thoughts, looking at those behaviors, looking at the, those habits. I was having a conversation on Instagram last week and the question almost comes up like what came first, the chicken or the egg? And I don't know if that was like ever definitively answered um, in that context, but a lot of women come, you know, and they're like, well, does the success come first or does the investment, does the desire come first? And then I do the thing. And so I think it's important. And what I hear you're saying is actually to reverse that and to, to do the thing, to take the risk, to see the investment. And that's, what's going to close the gap to getting you to where you want to be. Exactly. Like I said, when I first started my business, I didn't know that all this was going to work out, but I had this belief that I could do it. I had this desire and I wouldn't have known if I didn't try. And I think Often we feel like we need to just have all of the exact answers in the moment, but you're going to figure it out as you go along and you're going to get clear. Just as Marie Forleo says, clarity comes from engagement, not from thinking about it. Mm. And so when you're engaged in your life, you're going to get clearer and things will happen. Whereas if we just sit around and think about it and get scared or try and get prepared um, and feel like we need to have everything figured out before we even take the leap, then that's going to lead to indecision and not actually moving forward. And like we said, just a few minutes ago, you can start to take those smaller steps and then you'll develop that trust muscle. And then you can take the bigger steps forward. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, you know, when it came to investing, I saw so much benefit in that and very quickly felt like coaches were just something I never wanted to be without. And so the first investment was around $7,500. Then I gained some momentum ended up investing in something that was 25,000. And then within six months, one of my coaches came to me and she said, you know what, I think you're right for my millionaire program. And it was a program that was $125,000. And I literally just made six figures in my business. But I knew that if I wanted to reach that million dollar level, I didn't know how to do it. So I needed to find some type of support to get me there. And again, it, it was me having developed those trust muscles and I said, yes, and it was scary, but it also felt really right. Mm -hmm. And so I think people also need to be able to identify, you know, what is fear in that this is not the right thing for me. And what is fear in that, you know what, this is expansive and it is the right thing, but of course it's going to feel scary because it's new territory and I've never done it before. Yeah. That discernment is just vital. And and even you, I mean, look at you have multiple brands, seven figure plus earner, you know, wearing all these different hats of author and speaker and business owner and all of the things. And I would think it's important to normalize even with those credentials. Like I'm sure in those moments, you still had the insecurities, right? Like you still were looking at other people, like, can I really do it? Why not me? All of these things. And yet, despite, you know, I think 
the perception is once you make a certain amount of money, all your problems go away and all your insecurities dissipate. And that couldn't be further from the truth. So I think if we can really arm women with that in the beginning stages of their business to keep that muscle building six figures, seven figures, eight figures and beyond is, is a conversation we all need to be having. Oh, exactly. And that's why you need groups or mentors or other people. So in those moments where you want to quit, and trust me, I've had plenty of those, not just in the beginning, but even recently, (laughs) um, there are those people who keep you moving in the right direction and remind you what it is that you're meant for and what you're capable of. Yeah. you know, the sooner you start to trust your desires, the easier it's going to be as well. And so for me, like I said, I believe my desires are dropped in. I believe that they're there for a reason. And desires are really all about more life. And that's what we're all about. That's what nature is about. You know, it's always for more life. And yet we make ourselves so wrong for the things that we want. And yeah. so the quicker you can figure out that, you know what, my desires are meant for me and they're possible. So I'm going to take action and I am going to figure this out. The easier it's going to be to move past all that fear and doubt. Mm, I love the just fucking do it outlook. Is there anything for you that's more granular of like, I go through these rituals or I ask myself these questions or these embodiments, or is it just like, it's pretty black and white, I'm going to do it and you just move? It depends on the situation. So sometimes I feel like helping or talking to people who can help me, whether it's a therapist or a coach or even just girlfriends, talking out loud can give me so much clarity. So when I'm making big decisions, sometimes I need to voice it and have a conversation and just, you know, express it. Other times I know it's right for me. It's just that I need to move past that fear. And then sometimes it's like, okay, let's just pause and not decide right now, right? There's this uh, phrase that says, don't make decisions in the darkness. And so I've learned to take a few breaths if I'm feeling upset or depressed or whatever, like that's probably not the right time to make big decisions. So it really is just about that trust within yourself and knowing what the moment needs from you and what sort of category the decision in the moment falls into. Yeah. And it's all about putting yourself in the room to be held up, whether that's in, you know, a group program or a private setting. And if you're not in the room with other women, you're in the room alone. And when you're right. in the room alone, like your thoughts are going to eat you alive, your insecurity, your jealousy, your ego, all of these things are going to come up and you have so much space because it's just all this shit and yourself sitting in the room when you really want to get into, you know, a different room, sit at a different table, having different conversations. And I think gradually over time, you permanently begin to shift your narrative. And while some shit still bubbles up, you create a new identity through that process, really. Totally. Yeah. I mean, they always say starting a business is the best personal development course you can take. And <laughs> you know, relationships are also our greatest teachers. And I learned mm-hmm. so much by being in community and just seeing, you know, what I didn't know that I didn't know. And for example, I'm in a little mastermind that I put together for myself just because I want it to be in a group. And some of the ladies were sharing like these amazing spreadsheets and some of their job descriptions. And it sounds really boring, but you know, there are certain things that I didn't know that I didn't know, or even when you're in a group and you see somebody raise their prices, or you see somebody starting to make some sort of personal transformation, when we can see that something is possible for others, it really shifts something in our mind. And we start to recognize that it's possible for us too. Mm. And that was really a key for me in the beginning. And it's still a key now to continue to surround myself by people who are doing big things and continuing to put in front of my face that 
you know, anyone who does something that I want to do, if I have them front and center, then I know that it's possible. And my mind starts to release some of that fear or that story that I can't do it. Mm, So powerful. Okay, we're doing something so, so fun over on my Instagram for the month of March. We are doing March Madness Marketing Edition, and I'm super excited about it. Such a fun idea. So over on my Instagram, at Taylor Slango, I will be going live frequently throughout the month with tips on mastering your messaging to make sure that you're actually speaking to the right people creating content that actually leads to sales and taking your overall marketing to an entirely new level of clarity and conversion. So join me over on Instagram, make sure you're catching up on the replays, turning your notifications on. It is going to be such a fun month. So Instagram.com forward slash Taylor Slango. And I can't wait to see you there. What would be your number one insight piece of advice to business owners who are wearing all of the hats? Like we're saying, they're moving through big fears. They're trying to really close the gap on where they are right now, where they want to be, whether it's six months from now or three years from now, but they're really moving to kind of tackle that mountain. What should they prioritize? What should they be thinking about? Where should they find themselves? Yeah, I love this question. Like I said, in the beginning, I was doing everything. I was working all hours and just realized it wasn't sustainable. And I understand in the beginning, that's very much the reality for everyone. But I wish if I, you know, if I had to go back and do it again, I would definitely have gotten clearer on the priorities. And sometimes you don't know what those are until you test things out. But I like to ask myself, what is the fastest, easiest, and most joyful way to create the money or to get a result? I love that. I love that. We're going to be highlighting that one. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) And just simplify because in the beginning I was doing all the things and selling all the things and I was changing the offer every two seconds and changing the pricing and whatever. And so just get really clear about what the fastest, easiest, most joyful way is to reach that goal. And so that's what we do now in my company. And we're constantly, instead of like doing everything at once, we're constantly moving things out because I know that if we put our focus on less things, they're going to be more successful. Mm. And, you know, I'm going to raise my hand to like, this is something brand new for me in the last few years, because in the beginning I was doing all the things. So if you can do that and simplify sooner, it really does make all the difference. And that doesn't mean that you can't be a multi-passionate entrepreneur. That doesn't mean that three years from now, you can't you know, go down this new path or add something in or get creative and have the freedom and flexibility that you desire. But if you can get good at one thing, one or two things that will create so much freedom and flexibility and cash for you. So it's really about simplifying first and foremost. And then I would say, get clear about who can support you. And I was way too late to the hiring game and wanted to do everything myself and felt like I was the only one who could do it. But the quicker you get that extra support and build team and outsource and delegate, you know, the faster you're going to reach your goals. Yeah. I mean, you guys, it's new for all of us until it isn't. (laughs) And so that's just something to keep in mind. But that actually just inspired a thought of that, you know, gray area in business where we have shiny object syndrome and we're like, let's do the fucking thing. Let's raise our prices. And then five days go by and nobody buys. And so we're like, well, we'll just do the fucking thing and lower our prices or launch this new program or try this new software. And 
it's really humbling how important the basics always are to come back to and how simplification is in itself a major success habit. Totally. Yeah. And like I said, I think I had to reconcile with the fact that just because I wasn't doing something right now, didn't mean that I never would do it in the future. Mm. One of my companies, I heard my life, you know, we have a five-year plan and I'm not saying everything is, you know, down to the, it's not like bullet pointed out, but I know what it is that we want to sell because there are a bunch of different elements that I want to bring into that company. There are a bunch of different facets to that brand, but that doesn't mean that we do everything at once. And so if you don't know how to prioritize, work with somebody who can help you get clear on the steps and help you really simplify what you're doing because that's going to make a world of difference. And it's going to be a big contributor to your sanity and to your happiness. And, you know, if you feel effective and you feel dialed in, then that's going to be very different and energy compared to being scattered and just overwhelmed. Yeah. And talking about big dreams and loss of facets, like that's why you also need the team in place to support you too. So it all blends in, but this was super inspiring. And just, I think a really good insight to just go back to the basics, to keep things really, really simple, to set yourself up for success because you're really the only one that can do that. So thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Emily, do you want to share what you have going on in your world and where people can find you? Yeah. If you go to emilywilliams.com, that's my coaching and consulting brand. And we have a really incredible, um, about 40 minute money mindset training. If you want to know more about creating wealth and starting with all those internal things that create the outward results, it's really powerful video training. So that's the best place to start. Love it. We will link that in the show notes for you guys. Make sure you connect with Emily and we will see you next week on Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.